To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And now, the hosts of the Disinsider Show, Skylar Schuler and Derek Cornell. Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome to the Big Two Zero episode twenty. It's Boom. our big milestone for us. This is awesome. We didn't. Who would have imagined we'd be at twenty? I thought this would have ended at like five. Yeah, but look <laughs> at us. We're we're twenty. We're getting ready to uh, get in the studio here pretty quick, and this thing is just steamrolling. Yeah. Want to um, talk about the changes a little bit? Because yeah. most people have realized that our prices changed. Yeah, so Derek and I were hanging out on Sunday, and we decided, you know, everything that's going on in, you know, in today's world, you know, we, we looked at the prices, and we're like, maybe that's a little too high. Let's, you know, we're offering some cool things, especially with the rumor of the week, cause, um, which we'll get into here in just a little bit. Um, we have a good one today we decided we're going to lower the tiers and we want more people to be involved with the podcast. We're not asking for, you know, $10. Like if you want to be a podcast producer, get your name on the site and get those perks. And yes, then the $10 is for you. But like, if you just want to join and get the podcast and we think with the rumor of the week, the rumor of the week is what makes this a paid podcast or else we would have done this on like iTunes, Uh, regular, uh, mm -hmm. regular podcasting, but it's the rumor of the week. Just because we could get in really big trouble. If this were to go out, if it's a mass, further. because honestly, we'd have not to toot our own horn, but we'd have a lot of listeners. Yeah. There's a people on like when we shout out the Patreon. There's always like, when is this going to come to iTunes? And I go, never. Yeah, it, and it, what's crazy is here's what's cool about our rumors of the week. We've had like three or four rumors of the week been confirmed this year, which is awesome. So that just tells you the kind of quality we're trying to give with the rumor of the week, and yeah, how a we lot format. has changed from our first episode. Now we got. Uh, Corey on board editing, yeah. so that yeah. takes work from me. And then we have uh, John Bailey's intro, intro, yeah, which, which is cool. cool. And the rumor of the week intro, yeah. which is really it's always nice. good to progress our episodes. Yeah. Um, so we we actually started working very briefly on the newest tier, which will be yes, which will be an expensive tier, to, a little more expensive. More than do what we, we want posted. to announce it, or do we want to wait? Let's let's wait until we kind of nail down everything for okay. sure. But it, it we made the image. We've already discussed what's going to be in that tier. Um, but just know it's a really exciting tier. I'm. Yeah. It's one of the most exciting things we've and had. My to wife offer. is uh, completely in charge of it. I don't know if you guys saw the dumb tweet that I posted where she's she's going to be our financial manager for all of the funds, uh, from personal to website to make sure that we. Are stay not, on track. Stay on track because we're going to have to do taxes this yeah, year. It's... And uh, we need my wife because she's a money guru. Yeah. And uh, what's so what's cool is I can announce this, uh, a new part of the tier, because we are still restructuring how the tiers work. Um, we are creating a Discord server. $10. Well, here, you explain that and then I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. So we're, we're going to offer the Discord uh, community. It's worked for a lot of other podcasts and Patreons that we know of. And we figured, you know, it, it's so fun to get the Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar community in one community. And Discord's a fun way to interact with us, interact with some of the other Patreon supporters and discuss the show, discuss the world of Disney. A lot of you Disney fans know Diz Twitter. So, you know, it's like the Discord. Um, ooh, that's what we should call it. The, the Discord. Yes. Damn. You heard it here first. Um, that was not scripted. He made that up on the spot. Yeah, no, no, not <laughs> scripted at all. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, so I can announce that we actually are going to have someone running it, and uh, our own admin. And you guys, our have... very first twenty, our twenty dollars subscriber, our very first one. Yeah. So you might have heard this name multiple times. You might even he might. We be love follow- this guy. Yeah. We he might be following you. He might be. He's the biggest supporter of the Diz Insider, not just the show. He's always like tweeting out the podcast. He's checking up on me and Skylar personally yeah, to see how we're doing, which yeah, is very nice. He's he's a great guy yeah. when when all this COVID... And he shuts down our trolls for us. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's wonderful. He's wonderful. He we're gonna take him to dinner. It's Elliot Bullock the second. We can announce Woo! he's the a part of the Diz Insider now. He will be running the Discord. That's so cool. I, I can't believe yeah. it. We'll call it so the So congrats Disney. to Elliot for being a part of the team. Yeah, so we'll, we'll Which give... I don't know if he knows that he's a part of the team. He, he just he thinks does. he's running the Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a part of the team. If he's running the Discord, he's a part of the team now. Yeah. Um, we'll... So put that in your bio, yeah. Elliot. <laughs> yeah, with, with your executive producer credit. Yeah. Um, so we did retool the tiers. We did see some new $10... Uh, some new $10 uh, pledges to uh the Iger tier so if you're a new ten dollar tier that means you do get your name on the website with a producer credit you still get your t-shirt yep you get all the same perks we just re- retooled the prices and we're gonna retool what we give out as well because we want to we want to do our best to treat you guys you know with the utmost respect and give you what you guys are paying for right um so we will be if you're new to the ten dollar Iger tier um, which we should probably change the name now that it's Bob Chapek, but no, I like Bob Iger. No, anyways, yeah, Iger for sure. Yeah. So, uh, if you're new to the $10 tier, you had never been a part of the $20 tier and you thought, Hey, I can afford the $10 tier, uh, hit me or Derek up on Instagram or Twitter, or even here on Patreon. Let us know your full name and your, uh, either Instagram or Twitter handle, and we'll put you on the website. Also for the $10, uh, for the $10 new subscribers. For the old $20 subscribers, you guys will still get the same perks. We're actually going to do something else for you because we like to play fair and people are getting the $10 one and still getting the t-shirt while you guys were playing 20 So we're going to do something special for you guys. Um, that'll get announced here. Uh, we just have to figure it out. Yeah, we're still working on it. Yeah, um, anyway. Um, the $7 tier. This, well, for the $10 tier, uh, the $20, what was I getting at? Anyway, you can probably see if you go to the $7 tier, you could see access to video podcasts coming soon. That is the final package for the Sorcerer package. Um, We're still adding stuff uh, to uh, our new one. You want to you let's announce the name. Should we announce the name? Yes, it's called the Walt package. Yeah, so we are super stoked for this one. And um, it's a pricey one, but it's worth it. Yeah, so yeah, we decided to call it the Walt package. What what better way to honor what we talk about each and every week by honoring the man that started it all, yeah. who basically started this to where now Marvel, Star Wars and Pixar. It's Walt Disney. So it's called the Walt package. Bucket. It's a semi-annual subscription box. For yep. the Diz Insider. Sorry, I just might as yep, well yep, say You know it. what? Okay. You'll get a personalized thank you note from both Derek and I. You will get everything the other perks have to offer. I can't believe we're yes. talking about it. So this is awesome. It's not out yet. You can't register. We have to limit it because it is a subscription box. And we're we limiting to- it to 15 people. So once this drops, if this sounds, you know, reasonable to you and the price is right, we're still trying to fluctuate the price to where... We're not overpaying for what we're charging, but it's still fair. And it's to you. still fair. Yeah. So if the best example we can get is there used to be a thing called Loot Crate where it was just a it was a subscription box where you just got a bunch of 
you know, it was like it was themed. You would get like Pokemon stuff, or yeah, you it would get be like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, it would be like Adventure Box, and you'd get something from like Indiana Jones and uh, Uncharted. You know, yeah. just all adventure or uh, adventure type stuff. Yeah, so this semi-annual subscription box is called the Dis Insider Box, and it will contain things for Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Muppets, 20th Century Fox, everything within the Walt Disney. It could be Disney Parks related. Yeah. Um, It's going to be completely mystery, so you'll get just random things thrown in there, but, you know, things that we think you you guys might like, and it's going to be small, big. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know what? Yeah. Good, good job for calling it out. Yeah. We're super stoked for this one. We've actually been working on this one since we, yeah, since we even started the Patreon, this, we just didn't know when to talk about it, announce it, I guess now is the right time. But in the box, you will get something exclusive to our company. So you'll either get a Diz Insider shirt, you can get a coffee mug, you can get a hat where, uh, it's going to be random. So you'll get at least one and you'll, and you'll get in a button. Yeah, so you, we're you, gonna get new buttons, so you yeah. guys will get exclusive Diz Insider buttons. And then, but as far as like the big ticket item, it could be either one of the various items I said. Yeah, and then you'll get other little items thrown in that box. keychains, pop figures, maybe toys. We are movie art it, sells. It, some of you might get movie tickets when the movie theaters open up. We we just we're still working on the things, but it, I would expect this tier probably at the end of the year, maybe the beginning of the beginning of next I'd year. I'd say more next year. But just just be on the lookout. It's called the Walt Package. We're super stoked. Uh, let everyone know. I mean, if you don't, if you're not a part, like Derek said, we only get 15 people. But imagine if this Patreon, you know, if we get more three, five, seven dollar, or excuse me, three, seven, and ten dollar Patreon subscribers, you know, maybe we open that up to 30 people because then we'll have enough people to help us yeah, out. With yeah, this. we can. Uh, um... We're going to start with 15 for right now. Because we want to test the waters. As, it, more if you guys jump on and you guys are, you know, saying, hey, uh, when are, because we'll have random openings. So we'll say, hey, we're adding two more people to the Walt package. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll have, we're not going to over fluctuate ourselves and yeah. overstress ourselves. Um, 15's a nice uh, point for us. Starting. Especially when we're at around 50 Patreon subscribers, like 15. But that could change, too. If, you know, if we get in over our heads with this box, it may drop down to, like, 10. Yeah, who knows? But Maybe we'll not everyone wants updated. it. Yeah, so, the, the, so what'll happen is the minute it drops and you sign on, it takes a couple months for us to gather everything and get that ready, and then it just becomes semi-annual. So you would expect things on certain dates every year. It wouldn't yeah. change. So... If let's say April 20th is the day you get your first box, then every April 20th, you'll get a box. And then well, semi-annual, um, you'll get one in you, December too. You, right, well, October, it's because it's every six months, right? Every six months. Yes. Okay. So then you'd get one in October. So every six. Yeah. So if you, if you got one April 20th, you'll get one October 20th and then you'll get another one April 20th and it'll go yeah. back and forth. So and whatever day you get your first one is when you get that one. And then the second one, same thing. And then there's another perk that I forgot to add, but you guys can't see it. So it doesn't matter. Um, we're going to do uh, a weekly live for just the Walt package people. So if we get all 15, you guys will come into a live feed with me and Skylar talking movies, and then we will dive into a little bit of what we're hearing, little other scoops and stuff. So it'll be exclusive to you guys, some more info. Nothing yeah. that we do on like Instagram live is, you know, when we say, oh, nope, 
that's there's nothing about that. Nope. Think think about it as when Derek and I go live on Instagram. It'll be very similar to that. We may even drop little rumors of the week during that show, and we'll we'll keep. It'll you be updated. a lot more personal. Yeah. So it'll be a big Zoom meeting. You guys will get to meet each other. You'll get to hang out with us. It's it's going to be a fun time. So we're super excited. And we're going to do that once a week when we launch this. Yeah. So super excited. Um, let's get into the news. Yes. Um, first trailer for Ryan the Last Dragon came out. We had talked about this on the last uh, episode. Uh, the the trailer hadn't dropped yet. Came out last Wednesday a week ago. Um, first trailer came out. It was, uh, you know, it's, it was an interesting, here's what my favorite thing about that trailer was. It was the music. It was so like Asian actiony and you could just tell it was an action movie. Yeah. It's not a musical. So let's, I keep getting asked that question, even though I've said it a million times, it is not a musical. I did not know that. So that's good to know. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of the trailer? Honestly, I'd have to see more footage. I mean, I it started off with like a little snippet of the movie. Which it didn't really capture my eye too much. It, I mean, it's just Raya facing off against this masked villain, I guess. I don't know if it's just a training exercise or if that's the villain of the movie. Right. But then it just goes into like the overview of what the movie's going to be. But I wasn't too impressed with it, but more trailers to come and maybe it'll change my mind. So we don't have any of the cast outside of Kelly Marie Tran, who voices Raya, and uh, Aquafina, who voices Sisu, which we're going to talk about here in just a second. Um, I love Kelly Marie Tran. I think she can do no wrong. I think she got unwarranted hate for the Star Wars movies. So dumb. Uh, And we've talked about Kelly Marie Tran in the past. You know, she's got her Hulu series Monsterland, which is a hit. She's going to be in the Lego Star Wars Christmas special, which there's going to be an audience for that. And she's going to be in... um, I know she uh, Monsters at Work, the new Monsters Inc. series for Disney Plus. Oh my god, um, I'm so excited for that. I know, me too. Uh, here's the synopsis for Ryan the Last Dragon. It's a long one. This is from uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios. They emailed this to us. In now a press I'm going to cut you off here. Read it as it is. Don't read it with a typo. Read <laughs> um, it. Yeah. Anyways, I forgot the L in the in the site. Sorry if you read that and you're like, "Ong ago." What's that mean? That must well, be that's, that's how you got to start that's it off. Now. That's a new character. Ong ago in the yeah. fantasy world of Kumandraya. Oh, you know yeah. what? Let me let me read this. I'm gonna read it in my Australian accent. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Long ago, in the fantasy world of Kumandra, humans and dragons lived together in harmony. But when evil forces are threatened with the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, the same evil has returned to its has returned and it's up to Alone Roria Raya to track down the legendary last dragon to restore the fractured land and its divided people. However, longer on her journey, she'll learn that it'll take more than just dragon to save the world. It's going to take trust, teamwork as well. How was that? Was that good? Hey, I don't know who owns the rights to the <laughs> Crocodile Dundee movies, but hey, you want to reboot it? I got your boy right here. Oh, that's that's going to be very nice. The Australians will hate you for it. Like, it's all right. I'm going to Australia next next year, so uh, we'll see how they react to my Americanized, they're like, oh my dumb God. Awesome. They're like, oh my God, an Australian. And you're like, psych. I run the Diz Insider. <laughs> um <laughs> Any Very more good. synopsis, I'm going to read it in an Australian accent. No, From here go. on out. Okay. Uh, so this is directed by Don Hall, who did Big Hero 6, and Carlos Lopez Estrada, who did the movie with David Diggs' Blind Spotting, and he's going to do the Disney Plus uh, live-action Robin Hood movie. Co-directors on the movie are Paul Briggs, who worked on Princess and the Frog, and John Rippa, who worked on Frozen. 
Um, and once again, Kelly Marie Tran and Aquafina are Raya and the Last Dragon Sisu, uh, respectively. Now, spoiler alert. Skip ahead about a minute and 30 seconds if you don't want to hear what I'm about to talk about. Spoiler alert. I'm sure you guys don't care. Go back. Um, Dude, hold on. My computer's flipping out. It's <laughs> so, because it's broken. It's okay. So I'll talk about it. So spoiler alert, just a warning. I know people are going to be like, how oh, dare you spoil the movie? And I've said spoiler alert like four times. Okay. So a toy leak came out last week. Uh, shout out to MM Disney, good friends uh, of ours on the Diz Insider, who uh, was able to share this. Uh, Instagram user shared a toy leak of uh, Sisu. Sisu is the last dragon. Um, now, we Derek and I knew this, and I thought this was no knowledge, so this might be spoilers if you didn't know this, but Sisu is going to be in human form. Uh, a human form doll leak is out there. Kind of Derek made up, brought up a good point. It looks like Grandma Mo, Moana's grandma. Um, now, it's, I believe... That hair, though. Now, I believe... Looks yeah. like a... Uh... Cotton candy. No, no, no. What's the, the troll doll? Oh, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> it's brush back troll doll. <laughs> brush back troll doll. Um, yeah, she, she looks cool. She looks much younger in the actual photo. Um, so it, as far as I know, Sisu will actually appear as a human before we even see the dragon in the movie. So just a heads up there. She transforms. Here's a quick little character description on Sisu. And it is... Wise yet quirky Sisu always sees the positive in life. Aww. That is so quick. Yeah, super quick. It's a, it's a doll description. So and quirky. If that, you, that's all you could have said. It was, oh, she's quirky. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if you want to check out the doll, um, check it out on the DizInsider.com. It's it's there. Uh, you can see the little character description. You can even see her character from the movie. She looks cool. It it fits Aqua, uh, Aquafina. She's quirky. Yeah, for sure. So it's awesome. Uh, moving on to a scoop that got confirmed. Uh, we So we scooped this long ago. And by long ago, I mean like three or four months ago. That the Disney Plus live action Cinderella retelling Sneakerella added director Elizabeth. I forget her name. Elizabeth Baum, Rosenbaum or something like that. Um, anyways, that movie actually started production. Disney confirmed our scoop. It's Elizabeth Allen Rosenbaum. They actually cast Lexi Underwood from Little Fires Everywhere, from which is the Hulu series, which is supposed to be a hit, and Chosen Jacobs, who you guys should know from It and It Chapter 2. Yes. Uh, they're going to start in this movie. Here is the official synopsis for Sneakerella, a movie I could give two bags of poop about. Hold on. Before you go into that, I want to know why Rachel Wannabe Batten, first of all, Wannabe, or Watanabe. Watanabe? Watanabe. It's like Ken Watanabe, but it's Rachel. I pity the fool is her credit that you gave. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know what, what else she's been in. Please, that does that star Mr. T? I have no idea. Elizabeth Allen Rosenbaum directed Ramona and Beezus. I forget oh every time I write Ella that Ella Enchanted. Up. See, that's a normal one. Yeah, Ella Enchanted. School. Here is the synopsis for this horrid-sounding movie. because, And it's not horrid because I like the actors. It's horrid because I'm over the Cinderella character. We've gotten The a retellings. We've gotten a live-action Cinderella. There's like 95 Cinderella stories and sequels. They're doing a Cinderella movie at Sony with uh, Camila Cabello and Billy Porter and James Corden and all sorts of people. So oh, that's cats why. Cats too. Um, uh, let's uh, 
go ahead and uh, read that synopsis if you want to. It's pretty long. Enjoy, Derek. <clears throat> All right. So, set in the Advent God street sneaker subculture of New York City, Sneakerella introduces Elle and aspires sneaker designer from Queens who works as, as a stock boy in a shoe store that once belonged to his late mother. I didn't say that right. M- mother. <coughs> Sorry. You're not Australian, um, so that's okay. Elle hides his artistic talent from his overburned stepfather and two mean-spirited stepbrothers who constantly stomp on any opportunity that comes his way. When Elle meets uh, Kira? Kira King? Yep. The forcefully independent daughter of legendary basketball star Sneaker Tycoon, Darius King sparks fly as the two bond over their mutual affinity for sneakers. <laughs> With a little nudge from his best friend oh and a sprinkle of fairy godmother magic, Elle finds courage to use his talent to pursue his dream in becoming a legit sneaker designer in the industry. I really like... Let me just tell you, I like the cast. I really like the cast. This movie sounds awful. This just, just weird. It, I, it's it. This sounds like it's a di- n- it's a Disney Channel movie or a movie that you that's would see on gonna, Freeform during gonna, Christmas. That's what I was going to say. It's we're not the demographic for this. No, and I'm sure you guys will. I do like that they kind of switch the the thing where instead of it's Cinderella, it's a guy named L. Like that's kind of cool. A role yeah. reversal. That's different. Um, aside from that, uh, you know they're they, they've started production. The movie's supposed to come out uh, next fall on Disney Plus. Enjoy. Check out our exclusives on this project at the uh, website. But uh, eek. <laughs> there's so much Marvel news we're going to jump into. Um, As but, always, this is another Marvel f- which heavy is, episode, we, we love which the, is good. Well, yeah, we love the Marvel news. Which I'm the Marvel so guy, so we are going, I'm excited. We are going to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, my most anticipated Marvel property of anything. Like, I'm excited for Black Widow. This is my, right yes. here, uh, my favorite character, Winter Soldier, <laughs> next to Captain America. This is my jam. Uh, the writer Derek Kolstad, who's done the John Wick movies, and he's the hot name right now. He's on. He's attached to everything. He did an interview with the Script Apart podcast, and he's saying we're going to see some familiar faces. What did he say? He said, uh, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to do this in Australian." Yeah, no, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> what I will say is that there are characters from the earliest Marvel movies that are coming back. We're laying them in and reinventing them in a way that's going to shift the storyline structure, storytelling structure. It's fucking awesome he said that by the way yes he said that no, also us. i said it early in the podcast so don't sue me um so here's the thing we already knew that we don't know who he's referring to it could be zemo it could be sharon carter and it ah, could be see? batrock the leaper who are all three characters who we already know are they've been on t- that's what i'm, that's what I'm saying is like this could be something totally different yeah that said there have been reports which would excite the heck out of me that Wolverine Thunderbolt. Oh, oh, dude. I know the, that's stupid. Th- the there's been talks that this sets up Thunderbolts with which Black would Widow. be awesome because I've been waiting for General yeah. Ross to become Red Hulk. Yeah, so that just means could they be introducing um, uh, 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 Abomination? Could they be introducing? They already, induced, they already introduced. Well, I mean, to, the, to uh, bring him back. I'm sorry, oh, like a re. Well, because they're, they're, they're saying, yeah. Well, they're, they said that he said they're bringing him back. So this is who oh, I, I didn't know that with the same th- actor. Th- I forget. Th- no, no, that's what. I'm saying that's what the quote says, that they're bringing back new uh, old characters and reinventing them. Oh, you're that's, just guessing. 
Oh, oh yes, yes. Sorry, okay. sorry. I thought it was like abominations so, confirmed. What no, 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 no. Batroc, Sharon Carter, and Zemo. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, is could they be bringing back abomination? Could they be bringing in Ghost? Two characters we've already Ghost, seen. Ghost, I could see abomination. I don't know. He's such a big part though, and he never died. It depends. Like I'm looking at his money. Like it's expensive to do the Hulk. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but but this is just quickly introducing characters, and they're doing these shows with movie budgets almost, and they're, these are movie basic. These are the Marvel Studios series that they're working on: Loki, Moon Knight, all of them, which we'll get to in a minute. All these series they're working on, they're doing it like they're movies. They're like mini movies. Yeah, then that's so, what I expect for them. I don't know who he could be talking about. Like, who else could but they bring in? What's funny is that you have Batroc. Um, Who's played by the UFC fighter? He's a French fighter. I can't remember what his uh, name is. Georges Saint Pierre. Yes, he's a brilliant fighter. Have you seen any of his fights? No. That dude rips. I don't um, watch UFC, so I'll take your word for it. Anyway, um, Sharon uh, Zemo. This is literally like Thunderbolts. Well, Thunderbolts, yes, but they're bringing back all the key characters. I wouldn't be Crossbones. I don't know how you do it, but you could. I mean, we never saw him die. Scarlet Witch shot him up in the air and he exploded. You, you realize this is Marvel, right? I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, he'd be... Watch Black Widow come back later. <laughs> Maybe they bring in a Red Guardian. I don't. I, it's so hard because I, I truly think, and I know I'm going to be in the minority here, I truly think that this series is going to be set after Black. I don't think we see this series until August. I th- I, th- I think they want Black Widow first. I don't. Well, what what about Red Guardian and all them showing up in Fa- Falcon and the Winter Soldier? That's what I'm saying. Is oh, that I okay. could see that happening. I don't think this series comes out. But until see, what I was going to say year. is like the returning characters are from the Winter Soldier, right? Which is that's awesome. Yeah. No. No. That that'd be cool. Like which... it's it fits. I don't know why I'm geeking out over that, but no. I, yeah, there, no. There, there's a bunch of characters I, I I would like to see in this. I mean, there there are rumors that a Wolverine could be introduced. I Those are like I wouldn't even rumors. say that. Take it with a grain of salt. I would say no, take that grain of salt, throw it in the ocean, and those and you your statistics of finding that salt in the ocean that you dribbled in there is the uh, the analogy of Wolverine showing up. In the, I'm, just saying, in the I'm just saying it's out there because they're introducing Murdapore, which is where, you know, Wolverine has some history. I'm well, just we saying. also have Kane the Conqueror, too. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, check out his comments. He, you know, he's super excited to uh, get these characters introduced. We're curious to see who they are. We're going to shift into some news regarding something that we have heard zero things about. Yeah, I was just going to say. Since the announcement. Yeah. Uh, So last year at San Diego Comic-Con, we all know the big announcement was, you know, once the panel was over, as they were talking about Phase 4, they surprised everyone with Mahersha Ali coming out on stage. And then they're like, all right, what are you doing here? And then he puts on the Blade hat, and then the Blade logo comes up. Since then, we've heard nothing. And I love this logo. It's freaking awesome. I want to see it updated, but yes, it's a good logo. Well, it's all pointy. Yeah, it, but like, it, it, like it looks, it, it looks like one of those fan made logos, though, like a good fan made logo to me, like the ones you would see for like Boss Logic. Yeah, uh, yeah, even even probably smaller, like Deviant Art. Alexis. Stuff. Um, I think Alexis would make a better one. Have you seen his Cruella logo? He's yeah, done? no, it looks That's like so a good. license plate. Someone shot it. Yeah, and that looks so cool. It looks, it looks seventies vibey. Anyways, yeah. um. Apparently, they are still looking for writers for this film. They're looking for African-American Which, writers, actually. Well, good. 
as they should, and they should get an African American director, like a Jordan Peele. Yes, I was going to um, say, who would you pick? No, let's Jordan Peele to write and direct. Not, um, I, okay, that's a dream. Or I don't I would, think he would. I think he's said that in the past. But money mm-hmm. talks. Who do you get to direct? This is out of the box. And I'm only saying this is because he's directing an upcoming movie for, I think it's HBO Max or, or Netflix. And has a stacked cast. Denzel Washington. Oh, interesting. He's it's di- out of the box. He's directed some, 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 uh, some good stuff out I there. I feel like he can, I don't feel like he's like a scenic director as far as like a lot of these movies have. Like James Gunn. Sure, he works with actors and makes sure that their performance comes out, but he's more of a scenic director. He's he's doing like the green screen and making yeah. sure, you know, in the cutting room that or the VFX studios, you know, his vision is coming to life. Denzel Washington would be more of a like an actor director because you don't really need green screen for this stuff. I I agree. Yeah, I agree, and I don't think that's a bad pick. I like Denzel. I think he would do something i think he might have some it's just good ideas out of the box it. random for me it's a name not a lot of people know it's jd dillard who's if if anyone recognize that yeah name. he did this like little scene movie called slight um it had storm reed in it and i forget the the actor's name who played the main character off the top of my head i'll tell you right now okay thank you but the the movie was centered on this kid what was it called uh, slight s l e i g h t he's he's been in talks to write a star wars movie that report came out earlier this year but oh, it's slate no, sl- slight slight yeah i'm uh, dyslexic what's what's the what's the actor's name jacob La- uh jacob Lattimore. yes jacob Lattimore. that's who it is um so oh, it has uh seychelle gabriel from uh the one of my favorite movies the last airbender uh, just oh, kidding. Oh my god! Um, so he directed this movie called Slight, and it was this this it's about this like magician who gets uh you know torn in this or gets kind of thrown into this underground drug ring, and these drug lords steal his sister, and he has to use magic to save her. It's so good. It's it's so underseen and underappreciated. I think he would do a good job of Blade. Well, he also did a film called Sweetheart that oh, stars Chrissy uh, Clemens. Yeah, that's a Netflix movie. I heard it's good. I've never seen it. It doesn't look so good from the ratings. <laughs> I, I've heard. I've heard it was good, but who knows? It, movies you, are subjective. Yeah, that's that's what movies are all about. That'd be my pick. Um, so yeah, there's some Blade news for you. We that sadly there's nothing more to really talk about. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was trying to see if there was something else in here, like little, but it's little. yeah. Mahershala Ali's still attached. That's good. Yeah. That's we're, what we're hoping we're, for. We're, we're all stoked. right, moving down. Something uh, something wrapped, my friend. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, that the uh, you know the director confirmed on social media that they've wrapped, which is awesome. That just means two films have officially wrapped, which are Eternals and Shang Chi. Eternals has been uh, is going to probably go through reshoots in March. Yeah, both films will go through. Now the, you got the burps, huh? Yeah, I should be. <laughs> uh, both Eternals and Shang Chi will go through their reshoots, their normal reshoots. Nothing to be scared of. Uh, Black Widow's already in the can. They're working on all their uh, Marvel Studios uh, series. Spider-Man's now in production. Doctor yes. Strange is going into production here pretty soon. Hawkeye. So looks like we're getting back to normal here. I'm so excited for Shang-Chi, by the way. Yes, but speaking on Spider-Man 3, even though there's no really recent news besides that it it it's starting production, um, let me give you guys just a little snippet. Uh, never mind. 
Oh, the Tom Holland yeah, sharing it was the script a, thing. It was an, it was an it, Instagram it was, story. It was really nothing. It was a nothing burger. It was still cool, though. What? Like, what? hey, I got the script in my hand, and then I'm going to drop it. There's really nothing. nothing. Hey, so, I just got home, and uh, I'm in Atlanta. I've just been delivered a package. That package is an iPad. And on that iPad is a script. This pillow's doing my nothing. And that script is Spider-Man 3. So I'm about to find out what I'm going to be doing for the next five months. I'm not going to tell you anything about it because I've learned Whoa. my lesson. But, um... It's like he so learned his so, lesson. Oh, shit. He just I dropped just his iPad. Um, okay, I'm going to read this now, and I can't wait. And I'll speak to you all soon. Bye. What would I give to have that script in my hands? Okay. Tom Holland doing Instagram videos with an iPad is only good when he... Let's just be let's be honest. Fake leaks a title or something. Well, when he, he dropped not... the iPad, I thought it was gonna like show like something from Spider Man. Yeah, here here's the thing. Anytime Tom Holland leaks something, it's on purpose. I don't care what anyone says, it's on purpose. That's just what happens. Yeah, but this could just be his excitement. Sure. Which is still cool to see. It's his excitement's only cool to see when there's something cool to see. And Tom <laughs> Holland holding an iPad is not cool to me. Something that I also wanted to touch on before we go to our next topic is Josh Gad. He has dropped uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, where he went on Twitter and he was encouraging people to vote, which you should do. Um, yes. And he said if you get if this uh, if that certain tweet got over ten thousand retweets, he would recap Star Wars in Olaf's voice, and he got it in like three hours. And I just wanted to show you guys a little snippet if you guys haven't seen it already, because it is hilarious. Yoda, as Yoda shows up, what a wise Jedi can do with modern computer technology. They defeat the bad guys, and as they are joined by a group of clones who have no ill intent, we are victorious. Anakin and Padme marry on a planet reminiscent of Italy, where C-3PO and R2-D2 are there to bear witness and collect their day rates. <laughs> Clones be damned. Some Sith want revenge. Obi-Wan and Anakin rescue Palpatine from General Grievous, a merchandising bonanza who also happens to fight. Anakin is reunited with his wife Padme, where we learn that even in wartime, a little bum chicka bum bum never hurts. That's right. Padme has a little bun in the oven. Anakin, meanwhile, lacks a father figure. And like any would-be celebrity psychopath, finds that love in the Roy Cohen of his generation, Shreve Palpatine. The council has their suspicions that Shreve is up to no good. But master manipulator-in-chief Palpatine makes Anakin his spy. The Supreme Chancellor, over a lovely night at the opera, shares familiar bonding moments between fathers and sons, like conversations on how to cheat death, etc. <laughs> Anakin is a little taken back, so he finds the one person who can fight with a purple lightsaber and confides in him. Jedi Mace Windu overcomes two movies with minimal dialogue and finally puts his screen presence to use by using his powers for right. <laughs> 
but now there's no turning back. It's time for Order 66, as Anakin has betrayed his master. Yoda was always right about him. Route 66, uh, Order 66 is kind of like Route 66, but instead of beautiful winding roads, it's a bunch of talented kids and adults being executed by those they've come to trust. Obi-Wan is rightfully pissed off. Padme is shook. How can you not be? She's preggers. And now she has to deal with this? With this? Obi-Wan knows what he must do. He must go to the most expensive location he can find and fight Anakin on a volatile and inhospitable surface until one or both of them suffers third-degree burns. Anakin, whose life could have been so different with one day a week of counseling, falls onto the lava. Obi-Wan shouts nice things at him, explaining why he had to cripple his handsome body before leaving him to writhe in pain. Thankfully, Anakin falls under Palpatine's health plan, and while others in the galaxy would immediately die from the same fate, Anakin is medevaced to a state-of-the-art facility and given access all right, to all therapeutics, right. Come on, next topic. This is, this is not fun. Well, that's rude, because it's, I do think it's funny. Nah, it's not funny. I didn't laugh at all. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, because you're too busy on your fucking phone. Because it's so boring. Oh, you yeah. weren't listening. That 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 video would be cool if I saw a video of Olaf doing it. That's Josh Gad reading. Olaf's voice is just Josh Gad feminizing his voice just a tiny bit, and I love Olaf. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that it's not fun to me. If they listen to it, they can imagine th- Olaf. Here's think about it this way: that video would be so much cooler if it was a video, quick video, and they can do this. They did. They just released a dang short which is actually really good. Um, they just released a dang short. What they should have done is they should have had Olaf sitting in the snow with like little snow magic doing like TIE fighters and stuff like that. And also the one thing people have been dying for Olaf to uh, talk about is recapping the Avengers. Kind of like how they've been wanting Michael Pena to recap the Avengers as Luis. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about another scoop that got confirmed. I put a spell on you, and now you're ours. Hocus Pocus sequel got confirmed, my boy. I am so excited for this. Um, And by excited, I mean I'm going to wait until I hear a story or a script or see something. But uh, Hocus Pocus 2, they're coming back. Bed Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy and Ajimi as the Sanders. Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker, nah. That's what that's what uh, Michelob does. Uh, they're coming back for Hocus Pocus sequel. Uh, this was something we reported on in September. They confirmed by saying they want to make a movie. They asked us if we were interested. They said, yes, I'm game. I'm totally game. I'm very stoked for this uh, for the most part. Uh, yeah, we probably won't hear more on this until next year. But it's always good for us to get a scoop confirmed. Yeah, but eh. <laughs> I'm not stoked for this movie. Why? Because I just think it's Disney Channel-ish. How? The because first one of the was, acting. The first one was not and Disney Channel. And the special Channel. effects. Come on. It was released in the 90s. What do, you, what do you mean, the effects? So was Smart House. And I'd rather see a sequel to Smart House. Oh, gross. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like Smart House, by the way. So do I. Anyway, moving on to one of the probably the biggest things to come out from yesterday pretty much all week we got our moon night and if you guys saw my tweet maybe like three four weeks ago when uh miss marvel got announced uh i said there was a algorithm where they announced the the writers um then the directors 
and then we get our star. Nope. They did it reverse because I think they saw it, and I think they went, mm-mm, this Derek guy has no idea what's coming, so we're going to cast Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. How do you feel about that? Get closer to the mic. All right. Okay, two things. There was a report on Murphy's Multiverse that came out the same day uh, with Yeah, Nick, that's unfortunate. David Diggs and Nick Kroll. And here's here's why it's not unfortunate. Because the title said what I heard this week. It's only what he heard. Like, he didn't say they were signed on, didn't say they were in talks. He just said those were two names he heard. Yeah, that's and not unfortunate. But the, the the way that he ran the story and then it got dropped, that's unfortunate. I It got dropped because he ran the story. It rattled the trades. Really? Oh, it rattled the oh. trades. Here's the thing. But I you don't think Justin Kroll had this in his back pocket for a couple of weeks and then decided oh, to drop it? I'm sure he was tracking it, but he I I bet you he was not wanting to drop the star before the director. I think you were you, Derek, were hundred percent right. Yeah, that's when right. They, when they when they talk about direct it's usually nine times out of ten director first star second, but they wanted to jump the gun on Murphy's multiverse. Who who if he heard those two names, he heard those two names. Now let me tell you, I love Oscar Isaac. I think he's fantastic in almost anything he's in. I, th- I thought he was totally. Good. I thought he was great in Star Wars as Poe. I thought he's a great Gomez in the Adams Family movie. Um, even though he should have been a live action Gomez, he's great in Ex Machina. He was uh, great in that uh, movie that was on Netflix, Triple Frontier. He's not Moon Knight to me. Um, he's not a bad choice, but I think the better choice, and this is going to rattle, and you're not going to agree with me, and I'm I'm ready for it, but I'm going to explain. I already don't agree with you. <laughs> okay, what is it? No, I just meant what you're saying about Oscar Isaac. You go ahead no. and tell me who you think. Okay, there's two names. The first name was... David Diggs and Nick Kroll. <laughs> oh, no. Well, one of... Uh, let me explain. Oliver Jackson Cohen should have been Moon Knight. If you don't know who he is, who he is Haunting of Bly Manor or Haunting of Hill House... He's the main character on that. Oh, he plays the junkie in yeah. season one. He was in um, uh, The Invisible Man. That should have been Moon Knight to me. He was the undeniably perfect choice for Moon Knight. Uh, second name, not going to agree with me. I don't care, and I'm going to explain. It's Nick. It was Nick Kroll for me. He was the second name. Here's why. Moon Knight it has multiple personality disorder. Nick Kroll plays different personalities fantastically. You, it's it's a mature audience. Big Mouth. He plays all these random characters. He did this. So when they're like, "Oh, he's a comedic actor," there was this movie that came out called Knowing. It was a drama. It starred Joel Edgerton and uh, Ruth Nega. It was about civil rights and how this black man and this white wo- or this white man and this black woman got married, and they were both thrown in jail for it. Well, Nick Kroll played the defense attorney, and Nick Kroll was awesome in it. Um, he would have been fantastic. He because it's so out of the box and Marvel takes these random actors and throws them in these roles and they're beloved because no one thought Parks and Rec Chris Pratt w- could lead a, a franchise as a superhero. No one did. Sorry. Well, also a dinosaur movie. Yeah, yeah very true. Yeah, very true. So I think Nick Kroll is such an interesting oddball choice that I would have loved, but it was Oliver Jackson Cohen. I like Oscar Isaac and, and I'm, I'm still stoked for Moon Knight. He's just not my first pick. Yeah, I disagree with everything you just said because Nick Kroll, I mean, your your reasoning for Nick Kroll, why not Seth MacFarlane? Because Seth MacFarlane's not Jewish. He could be. No, that's not the point. How do you know he's not Jewish? Because he's a Christian. Okay, I didn't know that. Anyway, I do like Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. I think he's a perfect casting. Perfect casting? 
Yes. Even though he has none of the background. They opinion were is for. an opinion, homie. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I totally disagree. I That's feel fine. Like, That's why we're here. I feel like they should have got the Jewish actor, and he's not Jewish. He was raised in a Christian household. He's not. He's not Jewish. Well, that's saying for any other actor that stars in a Christian movie. That's horrible. Like the hell. No, no. My problem is, is there was a grid out there that said we're looking for Jewish actors. And then, oh, sorry, Oscar Isaac's the big name. Anyone that was Jewish, we're pushing you aside. And I think you need to be inclusive because there's not a lot of roles that are mainly focused on Jewish. I mean, I do agree with that. You can look it up. There's articles that are telling you why he's not Jewish. Chill. I'm just trying to see. Okay. He doesn't say. He's a uh, Guatemalan, and they're known for their That's Jewish That's just my heritage. issue. Uh, like I said, I love Oscar Isaac, and I'm, you know, if he's going to be in it, I'm, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm stoked for it. But it's, it's one of those castings I'm disappointed in because Marvel's all about inclusiveness, and it's the one time where I think they could have nailed it, and I think they nailed it more with the director. So the director they just got today is Clash director. What's his name? Go ahead and pronounce it. What's his name? Muhammad Diab. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good there job. You go. Um, yeah, he comes off of a uh, uh, Clash. It was an official selection at the 2016 Con Festival, and um, his deck, de- uh, his deck, <laughs> directorial debut film, Caro Six Seven Eight. Um, he's just, he's beloved by, uh, his Egyptian and Arabic films. Cause they're some of the highest, uh, grossing Egyptian and Arabic films of all time. So this was a really good, uh, a snap for, uh, or a grab for Marvel on this. So he'll, he'll be directing the series. We got Jeremy Slater from the umbrella Academy. will lead the writing team and will serve as a showrunner of moon Knight. And then we also got The Witcher Netflix writer B. Uh, uh, B. Diomo, D. Mayo, and uh, yeah, this this cast is or this production is shaping up pretty well. Yeah, it's a it's got a great. I, I love the writer. Uh, Umbrella Academy's like beloved right now. The Witcher's going on to season two, and they have a spinoff, so that's awesome. That's I I like you. I've never seen anything the director has done, but um, yeah, it's got a, a nice little uh, production team behind it. So very exciting. Uh, here's something fun that we're going to do. Um, this is going to take a while. Yeah. Derek and I did this on our last podcast when we were running another website, the cinema insider, which really was kind of the, really the spawn of the Diz insider. It really kind of spawned the Diz insider, I should say. Um, but we are going to fan cast. We're staying in the Marvel universe, folks. We're going to fan cast the MCU's X-Men and, uh, you know, we got a few roles to quite a few roles to fan cast. And then once we're done, we're going to go over two more topics with the rumor of the week being one. Let's get into this. You go first. Oh, man. Wolverine. That's a good one. So the first first character, Wolverine, this is pivotal because this is, you know, everyone's Hugh Jackman is the is like is, is uh, what's the word I want synonymous with the character, but obviously they're gonna have to recast. Like that's gonna happen. They do it with ba- they've done it with Batman. They've done it with Captain America. They've done it with all these characters. I am going. I don't like doing this where I jump on board the like the the big fan cast. But for me, it's Dacre Montgomery from the Power Rangers movie and Stranger Things. 
I saw I saw that image Boss Logic did of him. He retweeted it the other day. He looks like a cool Wolverine. I think he's a great actor. He's young, so you could build a franchise off of him. Uh, it, for me, it's Dacre Montgomery. For me, <clears throat> I see da- uh, Dacre Montgomery as more as a uh, as a Human Torch. I think you he would. Could, I, I agree. I agree. But I did see. I'm going off topic here. I did see a casting for Human Torch. Uh, he's the, he's the guy that plays. Um, oh, what's his name? From Riverdale. KJ Apa. Is that the red haired guy? He yeah. plays Archie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. That would be cool. But anyway, Wolverine. I got to go with the constant casting of Taron Egerton. He would he would be good. He would be good. He I was trying to go a little more. Because he's shorter than Dacker. Dacker is like my height, six one, six two. A lot of people are focusing on that he is a short guy. And Taron Egerton's only like five seven, five five eight. Yeah, I just I I don't like the height thing. That's my only thing. But I, I get what you're saying because in the comics and the animated series, he, he's a shorter character. I but I, it comes I, into I like fru- it comes. It's a big part of who he is. Is like being a short character but was and that, being so powerful. Was that a problem for you with Hugh Jackman then? No, no way. Okay, I'm just curious. I mean, Marvel he was, Studios... He's six, he's six one six two. so I was just curious. Well, yeah, but, I mean, he kind of invented the character. If this is a new retelling, then you may want to go no, comic no, no, book I, accurate. I agree. I like the Taron Egerton pick. I think I think he, I would be super stoked if it was Taron, Taron Egerton. I was just curious. Um, but I really... So, Dacre Montgomery for Wolverine, Taron Egerton for Wolverine. Very cool. We're going to go on to Storm. Uh, go ahead and go with, uh, go first. I have a name. I don't know if you'll mm. like it. Because this is hard. Because I do think you should go African-American actress from... I think you should go very... Like, kind of like Lupita Nyong'o. But... but I was just about to say Lupita Nyong'o. I, it's interesting. But you since you already said that, I, I think she's I have another one. She's not my pick, one. by the way. You can, um, you can pick her, but she's not my pick. No, because like, what I've been saying for this X-Men fan cast, or just the X-Men in general, is they need to be older around the same age as like all of the other heroes. Not necessarily Robert Downey Jr., but like Chris Evans type, you know, not Chris Evans type, but like his age range. Because, I mean, yeah. the one thing that yeah. Marvel's doing is they're axing origin stories, which I like, because we've seen the X-Men origin story. We've seen the Spider-Man origin story. I would rather have them come up as already established and just probably, I don't know, off on their own missions because yeah. even Spider-Man in London <laughs> with a big old, like, destroying London. And I yeah. guarantee you that none of the Avengers are going to mention it. That's true. So That's true. But for my storm, let's see here. Mm. I haven't. I, so I do. You say your name while I think about it. For me, I'm so I'm just going off of ta- pure talent. From what I've seen in a previous movie she was in, she's been in a couple movies actually, and it's just pure talent. I don't think a lot of people will agree. I'm gonna go Janelle Monet. That's a good pick. No, that's a really good pick. I just really liked her in Hidden Figures, which is on Disney Plus. But it's really good. You would probably like Hidden Figures. You like that classic. Like, I d- I watched Hidden Figures. I liked it. Oh yeah, so good. She'd probably be my pick. I'm sure there's much better picks. No, but I like hard. that pick. But I, this is probably the hardest one. I'm gonna go with do. Lupita. I think that she would be good, and uh, she would be. If, yeah. if they if they just said, "Hey, we're not going to use," um, oh no, that's know, no. I like continuity. Not going to do that. But not taking Lupita. I don't. Here's what's sad is I don't think we're going to see that character again. It doesn't matter as long as she's in the universe as Lupita. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's not the character. I get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Janelle Monae. 
Okay, I'm just going to take yours because I don't want to waste too much airtime trying to think. Go ahead for Cyclops. I got mine. It's going to be off the wall. Not off the wall, but it's going to be a very... Mine's off the wall. Go ahead. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I like that. I actually really like that. I think he'd be he has good. the quirky. He's, you know, him and Wolverine I... butt heads over Gene. Yeah. I feel like he just like if I could get a dilemma between Wolverine and Cyclops like I got in the uh, the nice guys between uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I think that a, would be that's a great very pick. comedic and uh, a, a great way to introduce like these characters. I think that's a great. I I like that pick. Mine is going to be, uh, I like Zach Efron for the role. I, he's another one where you could say yeah, he'd be. If you're be going good, younger, that's yeah, good. He, I think he, he's another one of those names where it's like he'd be a great Johnny Storm. Like, but no, I, he's had too many Marvel negotiations not to get yeah, into this universe. And I, I just think he, very, very similar to Ryan Gosling, he played, we've seen him play quirky. We've seen him play angry. You know, he's, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Zach Efron and he's already a Disney darling right now. So, I mean, he's doing, yeah. he's doing a, doing a bunch of other things. I think he'd make a great Cyclops. Yeah. Actually to touch back on Wolverine, I'm going to take away my Taron Edgerton. I'm going to leave you guys with a blank space on Wolverine. Cause I'm kind of going for an age range. And I think Taron Edgerton is a little too young for, for that type of role. What isn't he in his thirties? Because Ryan Gosling yeah, is not Ter- even forty yet, right? Because Eger- that may that may be okay. Taron Egerton's in his thirties. I th- I I went Dacre Montgomery because I don't mind the young. I I'm not looking for origin stories, but I'm just looking for franchise to build off of. No, I don't you know, know how tall Dacre is. I'll I think Taker. I think you keep him. Yeah, he's a good pick. I like. So him. who's your Cyclops? Oh, Zach Efron. Oh, J.K. So go ahead, Professor X. And this is why I, I needed to remember his name, Jeffrey Wright. I I would I. So I would like him, but he's doing that. He's gonna be the watcher in What If, and he's uh, yeah. But that's voice acting. Yeah, but still, but they're keeping this semi. Oh, I don't even need to type this in. Um, I like he's such a he's he's a great actor, by the way. He's well, who's he gonna be in the Batman? Jeff, uh, uh, Jeffrey he's gonna be Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon, thank you. He's a great pick. Another one that I have is Mark Strong. Mark Strong would be good. I'm just over him. He's more of a Magneto, though, right? He would be a... I I would agree with that more. I have my Magneto. Um, So for Professor X, I would go... (laughs) I'd go Jordan Peele. I'd go Jordan Peele, Professor X. See, I don't know, because you have so many comedic reliefs. But we're not... But. I've seen Jordan Peele not do comedic stuff. He's, he's like what he's well, I'm what I'm talking about is his, his, his background in horror and like, I, but think, that's directing. Yeah. But you don't think someone with that kind of background would be able to transfer what he does as a storyteller into himself. And I think he could, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I, I just, I just, I, I don't, think, I don't see it is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I would go him. Okay. You need someone lighthearted, and I think Jordan Peele would play lighthearted as well. Like, someone who would care for the mutants. Okay. So, who's your Magneto? Moff Gideon, Giancarlo Esposito. That would be my Magneto. That dude, he's a great actor. He just, he looks like pure, like, he could play pure evil, and but still, like, have this love for his best friend, but know that he's all about hit what he serves. And uh, I like everything he's been in. Like Giancarlo Esposito's just he he does no uh, he he does no wrong to me. I I really like. I think he'd be an awesome Magneto. Okay. I think he played off Jordan Peele really well. My pick would be Jason Isaacs for Magneto. Yeah, I thought about him too. Actually, he plays yeah. like 
it's very rare where he plays a hero type. And it's usually in like low level, uh, not low level, but you know, like comedies or, uh, you know, certain cases of drama, but I don't know. His, He's a great his, pick. his Lucius Malfoy is a Magneto to me. Very similar. I agree with that. I I think the Slytherin house and Harry Potter films are, are very Magneto-ish. Yeah. Very mutant. But if you want to go German. But yes. Yes, I like that. I don't know. I don't know any old actors from Germany. I mean, if you want to keep the nationality, you can, but um, I, I think, Jason Isaacs, I mean, he could, you know what I want for Magneto? I want him to have a German accent. I don't want him to be Americanized. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Which I think Jason Isaac, he's theater trained uh, in London. So I guarantee you can do it pretty Flula. good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's the only German I can think of right now. Um, okay. Rogue, go. Ma- uh, oh, Rogue. You go first. I haven't even thought about this one yet. Okay. I am. So... If she's not cast yes, got, got in it. Hawkeye, I want Haley Steinfeld. She, great pick. It's funny because I was I, I was flipping through three actresses. But see, let me explain a little bit because I know you agree with me already. But her character arc in Bumblebee, the kind of like ditzy, like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, I have a bug for, you know, I have a transformer for my car. Why not introduce Rogue where she's like learning her powers and she I, takes, you know, the father figure to Professor X and, you know, she's still quirky. Yeah. I mean, it, even Anna Paquin played her a little quirky. Yeah, a little. I, 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 it's a good pick. I mean, I feel like Haley Steinfeld deserves bigger, but she's a great pick for Rogue if you're going to put her in X Men. I, I like that pick. I ha- or you haven't picked yet. Sorry. Oh, no, it's all right. Uh, for me, it's, uh, I would go someone that's been in the Disney family before. Uh, I'd go Kaya Scodelario from the newer Pirates movie. She played Ooh, Brenton yeah. Thwaites' love interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she'd be pretty good. I, I think she That's was solid. really specific. Like, I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, she'd be the one I'd go for. But I really like the Haley Steinfeld choice if she isn't Kate Bishop. Or, I mean, if she wasn't in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. If we're looking for, like, a POC, um, the chick who plays uh, Peter's main love interest in Homecoming. I cannot remember her name. Mm. Do you know who I'm talking about? Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, uh, oh, Liz Harrier. Yes, yes, Liz Harrier. If you want to, like, mix it up. She's the one everyone thinks looks like Ahsoka Tano. Oh, yes. Um, But, you know, it's not just limited to, like, even Cyclops for a POC, I could see, like, an Oscar Isaac being, you know, a Cyclops. So, um, my rogue is going to be Haley Steinfeld. And I have my beast already if you want to do yours. Uh, please do yours because I'm still kind of going through a few Okay, names. My beast would be Dom Hall Gleason. I want my beast older. I want him to be like the the one that kind of keeps in line with like like Terry Crews' character on, uh, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah, yeah. where he's, you know, he's under Captain Halt, but he's he's responsible for these <laughs> great detectives, but very immature at sometimes, which I feel like the like with the Wolverine banter versus Cyclops and you just have Dom or Dominic Gleason come in and just tell him to shut the hell up and stop that's fighting. A, I don't know. That's my beast. That's a, that's a good pick beast. I, this one's been hard for me cause I'm, I, I was floating through one name and it totally escaped me right now. And it upsets me that it escaped me. I'm going to go. I see. I have a name, but I feel like he's too old. But I think he would do a really good it job. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm gonna. Matter. I'm gonna go Jeff Daniels. 
Jeff, oh, Jeff Daniels yeah. would be awesome. I just think he was so, and here's why. And he could, his character he, in The Martian is what really like strikes well, me. He flips from comedy to serious. Oh, really good, really, yeah. really good. He'd be my pick, and I, he's probably not my first choice. It, it's just he's the name that kept popping in my head. Like, who would be like older for my like Jordan Peele, Professor X, who you know him and Beast have this connection, and Jeff Daniels is closer in age. He's probably a little older, but I think he'd be good. I. The Gleason pick is is a really good pick too. That's a, uh, yeah. So so far we're doing pretty good. I like our cast. So yeah. Um, Jean Grey. I have a name. You're gonna love the name that I have. I've been thinking about it, and it's because the things that I've seen her in, she plays powerful characters. And for me, it's Amelia Clark. I think. She'd oh be- my God! You took my freaking pick. Yeah, I. I mean, if you want to agree, bastard. On the, we can agree on this one and move on to Nightcrawler. But yes. Oh my God. She she would be a great Jean Grey. Um, Just know, from her character arc from Game of Thrones, she would. It pretty much is the same as Jean Grey's character. She's arc. very she's very mature, very powerful. So she would fit both our Cyclopses. Like she would fit with a Ryan Gosling. She would fit with a Zac Efron. Exactly. So, and like her character arc in Game of with Thrones, our where she's too. like not super powerful, which should be introduced here. And fucking goddamn it, I know I cussed. They need to do the Dark Phoenix right. Oh, of course. And like two times when you, if you've seen Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark in the last season, even though it's very up for debate, which I'm in the uh, majority. Which I really didn't like it. There were some cool aspects, like Those. I liked Daenerys's uh, um, character arc, but that could easily be transformed into a Dark Phoenix. You see what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like she gets yeah. too overpowerful, sometimes can't control it, and she burns down a city. So yeah. <laughs> here, okay, here's why this one's hard is because I loved, and this is rare. I loved both versions of this character. I loved Alan Cummings in X2, and I actually really liked Cody Smith, uh, Smith McPhee as Nightcrawler, yeah. even though I didn't like the movies. This one's going to be hard. This one, this one, I'm going to need a second to think about. This one's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, let's see here. Um, for Nightcrawler, who comes into my mind? Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it while I not making sure you guys are not having dead silence and I have his name on the tip of my tongue and his name is oh it's not here hold on one more time let me go. Do you want to start talking before uh, I annoy these people? No, no, no. Or... I'm still trying to think because we have Nightcrawler and we have Mystique. And um... Joe Keery. Sorry, that was a little loud. I didn't mean to get that close to the mic, but Joe Keery. Joe Keery. Oh, he would be good. He could play us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nightcrawler's like dumbfounded. Yeah. He's like, what do you guys want me to do? <laughs> I feel like Joe Keery has that. Yeah, that's actually a, that's actually a really good pick. Um, He's like, who should I fight? <laughs> the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, the bad guys. Um, that's weird accents we're doing. Um, oh man, this this one's so hard. I'm I'm sorry. I'm really trying to think right now. Um, you do you have a mystique? While I think about this, I have a mystique. My mystique, but what, think of your mystique while I think of my nightcrawler because I, I have him. I have my mystique, and she's not as young as the rest of the cast I've been picking. She's still young, but 
Um, let me think of Glenn Close. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, Mystique. My. I'm going to go out of the box on this one, and I'm going to say Zendaya. Oh. Even though she's Michelle, I know I like continuity. continuity. What? How's that? I don't yeah, understand. I know. Listen. That makes zero sense. Michelle is arguably a bigger character than okay. the Lapita right. You think character. of your freaking Nightcrawler. Okay. Um, but she would be so good. Um, try anything out of the box here. <gasps> Got it. Samara Weaving. Yes. That is a per... Oh, my yeah. God. I'm a She's, genius. She is, I like that. Yes. Really Samara like Weaving that. for Mystique. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. You're not going to like my Mystique, by the way, now that you've picked her. Because that's a great pick. Glenn Close is a perfect casting no, for me. No, <laughs> shush. Because I... Oh, man. Um... Don't waste dead air. Okay, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll tell you my mystique while I still think of Nightcrawler. For for my my mystique, you I was say Alan Cummings again. Shush. No, I don't want it to be Alan Cummings again. Um, even yeah, though I like Alan faster. Cummings, my mystique was gonna be Blake Lively. I think she's sexy. I think she plays mysterious, and it's that movie, A Simple Favor, that she did with Anna Kendrick that just sells me of her like sexy, mysterious side. That would be my mystique. That's a good one. She's not older. She's she's still young, but not too old. She has a connection with uh, Magneto. Uh, my Nightcrawler, I really like the... I'm actually thinking about it more and more. I actually really like your Joe Keery pick. I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go Dylan O'Brien for Nightcrawler. He's he's a hot name. He's he's been rumored for Marvel for a long time. He has that sh- that new movie that's getting really good buzz right now, Love and Monsters. Um, I'd go Dylan O'Brien. That's a good pick. I, I see the. the I think age Joe. Range. Ke- I think the Joe Keery picks way better. But it, it but was you hard, know who I, I would like... I would rather have Dylan O'Brien as a f- Human Torch. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, he'd be a great <laughs> he'd be a good Human Torch. A, you can name like fifty actors who could be the Human Torch. There's there's so many X Men characters that uh, um, we could have rambled on about but this took too long next time we need to be ready we should we should fan cast something else next week and then just be ready because this was fun it was fun we should cast a nova movie oh, i don't know i mean there's that. only one character richard Ryder, that yeah. i know of. we would have to cast something like <laughs> wait glenn close is part of the nova Corps. look at you oh well, nice <laughs> no, we, we should we should rethink about it now that we're we're smarter and older we oh, should recast boy. uh fantastic four I feel like we could do that now. I already have my picks. No, like think about it. Like really dive in. Like challenge yourself. Next week, challenge yourself. Like don't go. Okay, like, Damian Wayne's brothers for sure. It's, it's time for the rumor of the week. It's time for the rumor of the week. Why'd you okay. get that air? It's you. Yeah. No. Well, it's, jo- it's John Bailey. Um, <laughs> thank you, John. Rumor of the week. This is the most weirdest rumor of the week, and I, I don't... Okay, so obviously we know Disney purchased Fox. You know, now, uh, you know, it's been about a, a little... A, almost two years. There's an animated movie from Fox that Disney's looking at creating a live-action movie for. It's Anastasia. Oh, it's, so are they going to finally bring her into the princesses for... I don't think... I, I don't think so. I've never heard. Why I just, not? I just heard it's on the table. It it would make more sense to me if they were trying to because Anastasia was huge for Fox. Oh, huge. it was. Oh, they yeah. could have started their own. It was princess line with Anastasia. Yeah, it was so big that, and I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen it. Like it, everyone thinks 
to this day that Anastasia was a Disney movie I know, before the purchase. It's one of those um, uh, Mandela, Mandela effects. effects. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I, apparently Disney sees that movie movie's potential in the same vein that it saw Mulan in in the 90s as well did you when you were in high school did you study like the Russian Revolution very briefly okay because Anastasia is a real character so sexy (laughs) well they I mean it's it's such a cool story because um you have the czar of of Russia where he gets overthrown I mean you have Louis and you have you know every single nation has had an overthrowing and this so happens to be in the, it wasn't that long ago. It was only like 105 years ago. Isn't that um, crazy? And Anastasia went missing and they still have never found her. They don't have any idea what happened to her. She oh, just that's interesting. vanished. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I was a history major for four years. Yeah. So, uh, so it, it, it's in my mind. So I don't know if Anastasia will directly follow the animated film or will they take the property and follow it like Mulan where they make their own changes and follow I history? Think that they should do a mix of the two. Well, no, I'm going to go out straight out of the box. I think they should just do a biopic of it. Yeah. But that's I, more I, interesting to me than any well, Disney I, story. Yeah, I get that. But the, the, the rumor is, is that they are Disney esque. They are. Yeah, they are. They are. That makes they more are, sense. They're retelling the animated film live action. That makes more sense. I, w- I would like to see it more Mulan because I thought Mulan was so, um, so different and i thought it was like a breath of fresh air from these other movies that we've seen that are almost copy and paste even though the remakes are all pretty pretty decent um but that's your rumor of the week anastasia live action remake that's what it sounds like that's what we're hearing if we get any updates we'll do our best to talk about it uh hopefully we get a couple scoops confirmed on the website now, if you are new to the $7 tier, the executive producer tier, we will make sure to get your name on here. We've ha- we have to still Next update. Episode. Yeah, we will yeah. update this. But Derek, tell us about our executive producers. So this podcast was executive produced by Elliot Bullock II, Lauren Javier, Adam Armstrong, Eric Nova, Brian Griebel, Ernesto Barrera, Barrera. Spencer Weary, Sean Williams, Jico Chu, Brianna Schad, Jacob Cano, Cano, sorry, I keep messing up his name, and I grew up with the kid. Uh, Edward Rose, Mint God, yeah, uh, Edward Rose, and Abby Stoshek. Thank you guys all for the support. New Patreon s- supporters. Thank you. We Thank hope you. to uh, rise up to what you guys pay for. So Yeah. Um, we can't yeah. wait. Two more, two more, two, three more weeks, and we are rolling. You'll get rolling. the video podcast. You'll so... get YouTube videos. You'll get... We're, we're better coming. sounding podcasts instead of my room on a dinner tray with two really ratchety chairs. Hey, all that stuff. Hey, Corey, it's episode 20. So play me something special. Maybe some sexy, sexy outro music. And a one, one a, a two, two, a three, a, a four, four, a five. five. Bye. Bye. Bye.